does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome in. Indiana Sports Talk here on Network Indiana. I'm your host, Derek Schultz, sitting in the big chair for the legendary coach, Bob Lovell. Happy to have you along with me. We've got a busy night, not only of high school hoops to talk about, but some Pacers in action out in Salt Lake City during the All-Star break. We Colts have a new head coach and plenty more to get to. Eddie Garrison's got the latest, though, on the update desk. Thank you, Derek. It's a pleasure to be with you and Graham Shear tonight here in downtown Indianapolis. A pair of Pacer players participating in the Rising Stars game that is presented by Jordan, and that will be Andrew Nimhard and Benedict Matherin. Right now, they are on Team Pau Gasol, and they are currently up on Team Deron Williams. 31 to 23, the first team to 40 points will advance on. The winner will play the winner of Team Joachim Noah. And uh, Team Jason Terry later on tonight. That game right now on TNT. Meanwhile, some high school boys basketball scores rolling in. Barry 59, Vincent Rivette 22. Speedway falls to Bethesda Christian 64 to 57. North Knox, Bloomfield 69-45 final score. And Bloomfield pulls out the victory today. Uh, Blue River and Westdale played this afternoon slash evening. And Blue River defeated Westdale 78 to 44 got more scores all night long along with the preview of the state semi-state that is for girls tomorrow afternoon and morning network indiana sports i'm eddie garrison thanks eddie for the update like i said getting down to the final weeks of the boys hoop season the girls semi-states starting this weekend as pretty soon we're going to be crowning a champion in girls basketball here in the state of Indiana. Pacers, which we will get to. Colts, which we will get to. College basketball as well. Plenty to talk about on that end, specifically from Indiana and Purdue. But it's Indiana sports talk, right? we got to start with high school basketball, especially when we're in season. Jasper snapped a three-game losing skid with a win tonight over Pike Central. On to talk about it. Joining us on the guest line, he is a fan and Indiana Sports Talk alumnus and the sports director at WITZ. He's Chris Norton. Chris, it's great to hear from you. Uh, tell us about how the Wildcats got it done tonight, snapping that skid against Pike Central. Hey, thanks for having me on. They would deliver body blows on senior night, crisis connection night. Uh, it would be a six-point lead at the end of the first quarter. That was after a three from 6-6. Six, six. Kendrick is Syracuse, and they would answer each run. So Jasper would go up by nine in the second quarter, but it would be a three-point lead at halftime. And the, the final break came at the end of the third. Grant Young, a senior on senior night, knocking down a three. The Cats would go up 40-32. to 32. And Then the defense would take over, holding Pike Central scoreless for the first six minutes. 
of quarter number four. They would outscore the Chargers 15-4 to four in the fourth quarter. On their way to a 19-point win, they've not won a game by less than 11 points this year. It seems that's the way it goes for the Wildcats, but a strong showing on senior night uh, for Charlie Kabrick. Grant Young, Carter Moody, Carter would finish with 14. And Will Wallace, the next crop of seniors, would go for 10 points. Griff Heil, 8 tonight as well. It was a lot of defense, a lot of back and forth here tonight, and a strong showing for the Cats. Not only a W on senior night, but that win guarantees that they will finish with a winning record for the regular season. Just one game to go as they uh, go to BNL uh, for the regular season finale. This sectional 16 is a really interesting group of teams. In fact, it's a, it's a very good sectional especially when you look at the top with Harrison and Wrights and and Castle I know all three of those teams defeated the Wildcats earlier this season but how do you make of Jasper's chances there in sectional 16 with a a cluster of teams there at the top I I think them joining that big four with Wrights Castle and Harrison you know what it's going to be a tough road I think no matter who you draw but I think rather than you know, heavyweights, David versus Goliath. A lot of these are just coin flip games. I think mm-hmm. this is one of the really tough sectionals to try to forecast. I mean, some of these, you can basically pencil in somebody in the final round. This is not one of those. Uh, Harrison writes, I, I think Jasper could put up a fight. The one tough one would be Castle. Now, that was senior night. There was a flu bug going around and an 18-point loss. So the way the team plays, I could see them getting hot and taking out a couple of teams on their way. But on the other side, if it's not their night, if the three ball is not going down, it's going to be a tough uphill climb. It's Jasper 55-36 on senior night over Pike Central. Chris, thanks so much for calling in and giving us the recap. Appreciate the good work down there in southern Indiana. Appreciate you letting me on the airwaves. That's Chris Norton. I love it down there in southern Indiana. And Jasper, Matt Mock country down there. Some great athletics teams that they have had over the years, and we'll see what their boys' basketball squad has for the rest of sectional 16. Um, it is, like I said, those those Evansville schools, whether it be football or basketball, I feel like sometimes here in, in Indianapolis, we don't pay as much attention to that section of the state, but there, there are a lot of good teams down there, and a lot of good football and a lot of good basketball being played down there in, uh, in Evansville. Is that the pocket city? What... Fort Wayne is Summit City. I'm trying to get my um, – I've been in Indiana for 20 years now, and I'm trying to make sure that I have all of my city titles right. I think that's right. Maybe maybe I'm confusing them with somebody else. But I, I need to make sure that that's right for our friends down in, in Evansville. Yeah, Pocket City. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I didn't want my Indiana card. We're, we're on all over the state right now in Network Indiana. I didn't want my, my adopted Hoosier card to be taken away from not knowing that Evansville was indeed – the uh, Pocket City. We hope to hear from other uh, radio people, coaches, uh, Greg Rakestraw, I believe, later on, a a good buddy of mine from the IC Sports Network who is on the call of Ellen Pike is going to call in coming up um, later tonight. We are scheduled to have him on, so we'll have uh, plenty of high school basketball here to sprinkle in as the boys enter the final two weeks of the the regular season. And and like I mentioned, the girls uh, with this semi-state format, which is really going to be interesting here when you look at how they're deciding to do it instead of having all of the games or uh, multiple games on the regional sites, they've decided to take it to um, four games in the semi-state sites, which I, I actually like because it feels like more's on the line than just having a single game with semi-state and just a, uh, two sites as opposed to four different sites. So we'll have a full rundown of the Sweet 16 for 
the 16 teams still remaining in girls basketball in the four classes as they head into semi-states and talk more boys basketball coming up later on in this edition of Indiana Sports Talk. More updates from Eddie Garrison coming up later on as well. And we'll keep you abreast of what's going on in Salt Lake City with the Rising Stars game. I have two Pacers participants in Andrew Nemhard and Benedict Matherin. It's Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Talk here on Network Indiana. Thanks so much for joining me. Filling in for the coach, Bob Lovell, I'm Derek Schultz. Graham Shear running the controls today. Eddie Garrison on the update desk. And we appreciate you joining us on this chilly Friday night. But warming up as far as the high school basketball season is concerned because we're going to crown some semi-state champs coming up tomorrow. Four different sites in girls' hoops starting in single A in Frankfurt, 2A in Logansport at the Berry Bowl, up in Laporte for 3A, and then one of my favorite, actually, I think I can say my favorite venue here in central Indiana, Southport Fieldhouse for Class 4A with a couple of intriguing battles there. You have uh, a few unbeaten still at the top in 3A and 4A. Of course, South Bend, Washington, that program has just been incredible um, over the past recent years, 27-0 and 0 on the year. They are the top-ranked team in 4A, taking on Lake Central. And then Twin Lakes, 27-0 and 0 as well in Class 3A. They are the top dogs there. Um, but perhaps the most interesting day tomorrow might be in 2A, where you've got all five of the top five teams in the latest poll still alive, led by North Knox, 27-1. and 1. Um, but then you've got Forest Park, Central Noble, Andrean, and LCC all still alive in Logansport. So that should be uh, – you have eight of the top teams uh, – or excuse me, five of the top eight teams still remaining if you throw in Eastern Hancock uh, in 2A. So that should be um, a, re- a really interesting grouping of teams starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. And then down in, in Frankfurt – or I guess I should say up in Frankfurt, but down in Class 1A, Lanesville, who's been a, a small school power for a while on the girls' basketball side. Greg Rakestraw's alma mater. In fact, we were just talking about him. Taking on number four, Trinity Lutheran. Uh, Washington Township and Bethany Christian. That's a top 10 battle between number six and number seven. Tries, number two, taking on Tri Central. And then Bloomfield against Jackson Dell. Um, as well but that Southport matchup as we mentioned not just South Bend Washington but you've got an all Mick matchup between Ellen and Ben Davis at noon and then Fishers who has had just a ridiculous road to get here and they've claimed a couple of big scalps already in 4A Uh, they take on the number 10 team from Fort Wayne Snyder uh, in one of their morning games at 10 a.m. and then Center Grove uh, here in central Indiana still alive ranked number nine they've got a, a great boys team as well led by Zach Hahn they're taking on Bedford North Lawrence the number seven team in the state of Indiana so should be a, a really fun afternoon at all four of those sites and um, three of the four I have been to Case Arena the Berry Bowl and Southport I have not been up to Laporte but I can speak highly of the other three venues um, the Berry Bowl I got the chance to go to the boys semi-state when it was uh, Brooks Barnheiser who is now making a name for himself at Northwestern, the all-time leading scorer at Lafayette Jeff, taking on Carmel, and that would have been the uh, Waddell. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
uh, I'm trying to think of who else was on that team. Charlie Williams was on that team from a couple of years ago. Uh, it, it just a really, really good game that that literally came down to the final play. And that was my first Berry Bowl experience, but a, a cool place with a lot of history. And then you've got Felix the Cat, of course, <laughs> one of the most unique of many unique Indiana logos there, smack dab in the middle of the floor. So this is always a lot of fun, not only the, the girls uh, regionals and semi-state, but also the boys as well. When you get to play in some of these historic venues and um, you get the light streaming in, in in some of the case, I know they don't do Hinkle anymore, which kind of bums me out. I, I do miss the the morning games at Hinkle and the regionals with the, the sun streaming in through the windows there at that historic venue. I get why they do what they do with the NCAA stepping in. Um, but still, uh, we have so many great high school venues, high school specific venues here in this wonderful state of ours and th- this basketball proud state of ours that um, I don't mind it. I don't I don't I don't miss Hinkle that much when you've got the Berry Bowl in case Serena in Southport Fieldhouse. And I'm sure LaPorte is great, too, even though I've never been there. I'm sure people in the northern part of the state love watching basketball. They're from LaPorte. We'll tell you about what's going on on the boys' side of things. I know we recapped the Jasper game already with uh, Chris Norton, but a couple of big ones tonight, including an undefeated showdown in the NCC. Going to talk about that after another Eddie Garrison update. It's Indiana Sports Talk, Network Indiana. Stick around. Thank you, Derek. We have gone final in the first game from Salt Lake City in the Jordan Rising Stars game. Team Powell Gasol takes down Team Deron Williams, and that features Benedict Matherin and Andrew Nimhard. And Matherin played about seven minutes here. He scored seven points. He was an inefficient shooter, though, just two for six from the floor, two for four from the free throw line, and one for three uh, from downtown. And Andrew Nimhard came off the bench, played just over six and a half minutes. He had two points and two assists. But the uh, one of his two assists was the highlight in the first game. Here's Mark Kestisher on the call on ESPN Radio. Andrew Nemhard fires to Alvarado. Deep corner, thought about a three, but Wagner got there defensively well. Now passes to Nemhard, the Pacers rookie. Behind the back, beautiful to Alvarado, who's got 13 points. Team Powell is 11 points away. That pass had better be on Center tonight. That pass in the description doesn't do it justice there on ESPN Radio. Nemhard behind. Behind the back around Alfred and Shangun, manning the paint to a terrific Jose Alvarado with the finish. They will play after the conclusion of Team Jason Terry and Joaquim Noah going live here in moments on TNT. Some high school basketball scores. Boys side, Clay City, Northview, Clay City, 76, Northview, 67. Columbus East just edges out Madison tonight, 51-49. to Corridon Central, they defeat Silver Creek by a triple, 69-66. to and Danville easily cruises past Crawfordsville, 77-52. to For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back. Indiana Sports Talk rolls along here on Network Indiana, filling in for the Coach Bob Lovell. I'm Derek Schultz. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. As we mentioned, plenty of boys basketball in action. We recap Jasper's win over Pike Central with Chris Norton. Let's head back to the guest line where we welcome on Trent Whitaker, he was there tonight as the Dragons, number 10 in 4A, take down Mount Vernon to move to 19-2 and on the year. Trent, thanks so much for joining us. How did New Pal get it done tonight? You know, they did a great job on the defensive end tonight, um, just both ends of the ball. I think they, you know, inside the paint, they took care of business in there. 
You know, they really held their own a couple of weeks ago in that loss to Lawrence North. That was a game that that could have gone either way, a 59-58 defeat. But then to come off that loss at Connersville, which is always a difficult place to play, but still, the second loss in three weeks for a team that started 15-0 and and bounced back with a performance like that tonight against Mount Vernon. What's it say about the resiliency of, uh, of your kids? Well, to be honest with you, our, our kids do a you know, great job. There are a lot of seniors, Ian Stevens and uh, Blaine Nunley, our, our leaders on our team. Um, they're just a pleasure to coach. And uh, to be honest with you, they just, like I said, resiliency is a big word for us. Um, we were able to keep them out of the paint tonight. Uh, we lost two, two, two close ones, two great teams. Uh, but we bounced back and you know, clinched the HHC conference title tonight, being 7-0. I'm going to do something that I know coaches hate doing, and, and that's look ahead. That's something that we radio guys do, Coach. Because <laughs> you got two games left, right? You got to go at Whiteland and, and Greenwood. Yeah. You know, those aren't right. going to be easy games. And I'm, I'm, no, but but this this sexual nine fascinates me because this absolutely. group is it's absolutely loaded. You've got Anderson in there, a really good Greenfield Central team that I know you're familiar with. Obviously, the Mount Vernon team that you just saw tonight. Uh, yeah. Richmond, Muncie Central. I mean, there are no easy games in that entire sectional nine. No, Sunday is going to be huge for all teams. Uh, you mentioned you know Anderson, Greenfield, uh, Mount Vernon. They're all great teams. Richmond's playing really well right now. Um, but uh, to be honest with you, we, it's, it's Sunday is going to be huge. Um, and that's, that's, that's part of the reason why I called in, you know, I think sometimes our sectional doesn't get a lot of, a lot of respect out here. Um, but they, you know, this year we got what, 19 and two, 19 and one and 18 and three or something like that. So it's going to be a complete battle. Um, and the draw is going to be huge. Yeah, when you when you don't even need really uh, your your toes to count all the losses, <laughs> the top teams <laughs> exactly. in that class. I mean, that says a lot about how they've been. Uh, Trent Whitaker looking to make it uh, not only uh, two more wins to end the regular season, but perhaps sectional title number three in New Pal as the Dragons move to nineteen and two with a win tonight over Mount Vernon. Thanks so much for calling in, Coach. Best of luck right, uh, the rest of the way. All right, thanks. It's Trent Whitaker. Uh, they're the head coach of the number ten Dragons, and that is, I mean, that is a Big boy sectional in there. Speaking of Anderson, in fact, you know, we were going to discuss some of the games that are that are going on tonight that are big games in the state. Uh, they've got an undefeated showdown in the NCC against Flory Badunga and Kokomo, uh, both 8-0 in league play, the Indians and the Wildcats, and um, hopefully we'll get an update on that score at some point. Uh, if you know of a final, go ahead and tweet us at IND Sports Talk, and I'll be looking at obviously John Harrell's site, and um, and Eddie will be scouring the wire as well for a score there between Kokomo and Anderson. Indians have won 14 straight. Kokomo's won 10 straight. So two really really good teams in perhaps Indiana's most historic conference. There in the North Central. Others tonight to uh, to keep an eye on, and, and hopefully we'll see some scores come through on these games if, if they haven't already. Carmel Warren, uh, LN visiting Pike tonight, and Lutheran hosting Chattard. That's the, obviously all Central Indiana games here in Indianapolis, and I know there are other games going on across the state, but I just jotted down a couple of ones uh, coming up here in our area. And as Coach Whitaker mentioned, uh, the tournament pairings coming on Sunday. So it'll be really interesting to see who the draw is, um, who, who gets – who? I know a lot. there's a lot of complaints, right, about the fact that it's not seeded, but the fact that it's not seeded actually adds a lot of intrigue to the pairings themselves because you want to try to create – maybe not the easiest maybe isn't the right word, but the, the 
you you want to have the least landmines in your way <laughs> on your way out of the sectional and and we see it happen a lot where i mean look at the girls sectional where, where fishers is still alive but they they took on um the number two team uh in in the first round of the sectional the first game and that was a double overtime game and you had you know two the two of the top three teams in the state and one of them doesn't even get to say that they want to postseason game this year so it's it's brutal and the proponents of that system will say well you got to play everybody at some point right but the detractors will say look the regular season needs to mean more and it would be very easy for the ihsaa to seed these teams like that that is not difficult to do it's kind of one of those things that well we do it this way because we've always done it this way and whatever that's that's fine um that's not my decision to make I am Switzerland when it comes to that. Football, I do think, should be seeded. Basketball, I'm not as hell-bent on it. Um, but I'm not losing sleep over the that being the way that the, the system is. Um, you know, these coaches like Coach Whitaker or anybody else who calls into this show or anybody who's listening right now who coaches Indiana high school basketball knows exactly what they sign up for with this. And it's brutal. It's unforgiving. It's also... Hoosier hysteria, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's what you get in this state. And that's the reason why people follow it so much and are so rabid about it, because those traditions, I think, kind of ring true and add a quirkiness and a character to Indiana high school basketball. So the boys won't, uh, they'll have their draw coming up Sunday. They won't start the postseason um, for another two weeks. Whereas the girls, as we mentioned, in semi-states right now. And so after tomorrow evening, uh, tomorrow night, we will know the participants in the state finals thanks to the the four games in each of the four different sites, which we outlined a little bit earlier in the show. And um, should be a good one in the, in the boys as well. I mean, history on the line, uh, particularly in 4A for Ben Davis who is undefeated at this point. They've got a, a Don Bosco prep team who's very good, um, a non-Indiana opponent there, but undefeated so far. They've beaten a lot of the best teams in Indiana twice. So we'll see if the Giants can make history similar to what Warren Central did a couple of years ago. Still, I think a big deal for – it's only been done 10 times where in, in boys basketball somebody has run the table uh, en route to a state championship. So for Ben Davis to add their name to some of those Marion Purple Rain teams and the Odin Conley LN teams and that Washington team with Steve Downing and George McGinnis, that's some rare air. 10 o'clock hour, we'll talk pro sports. Pacers heading into the All-Star break. Colts have a new head coach. Talking about it all next, Indiana Sports Talk on Network Indiana. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.